0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.
1: welcome to ambridge on the couch an in-depth look at the archers with me harriet carmichael and lucy freeman as we lurch into 2021 with our cracker hats on the side of our heads whatever happened
0: in our new year was not going to equal what happened in ambridge but first
1: let's hear lucy's week in ambridge over to you lucy
0: the christmas period with freddie realizing that he may have bitten off more than he could chew with the production of the christmas show bearing in mind the actors didn't even know what show it was they were doing Hootie is reading from cold comfort farm ed grundy from down and out in paris and london poor jazza got lumbered with something about dick the shepherd which rory <laughs> took as an instruction and Kirsty <laughs> rounded it off with tales from the ladybird book of modern slavery then lovely old uncle oliver and naughty auntie tracy went off to gay grables to read cracker jokes and tracy took photos of her plate she's not used to gold rimmed plates or indeed plates anyway back at the lower Loxley royal variety performance russ was in charge of the mulled wine and lily was dealing with stragglers well we've all let ourselves go a bit in lockdown lily <laughs> Anyway, Freddie then realised what, what we have all known for the last 20 years, namely no Christmas show can be performed in Ambridge without Eddie Grundy. Can't be done. Nope. Eddie decided that rather than deliver the reading Freddie had given him, an abridged version of Dostoyevsky's Crime and Punishment, <laughs> he'd deliver a series of rambling stories with no point to them. I wonder if he's considered doing a podcast. <laughs> Vince and David had lunch out together. David was worried Vince would pump him. It's your sister, he fancies, David. Don't get carried away. They got on quite well, apart from Vince's continued insistence on calling David Marmite, which he seems to have got used to. She's old, but she still runs like a dream, said Vince. But enough about your sister. Have you seen my car? It's a Rolls Royce. I've got a train set, said David. Yes, I was told you still lived with your mother, said Vince. After 12 months of being entirely blinkered, Crusty suddenly caught on and made a hell of a leap from are you having an affair Philip to my god you are a slave master <laughs> okay. I mean I know we've all known for ages but blimey she turned into Sherlock in a nanosecond luckily Roy was doing the quiz turned up wanting to know what a three-letter word for feline was and rang the police Jazza then went on to rub Tracy up the wrong way got busted for filling the cricket pavilion with moonshine then went to release her and got locked in and then they both rubbed each other up the right way as the clock struck midnight just what we want for the new year a year in which what we really need is peace and quiet two of the characters that cause more chaos to themselves and others getting together so we can confidently expect the village to have been raised to the ground in an entirely avoidable homebrew and leg waxing incident by (laughs) mid-January Krusty has moved back in with Roy and backed out of the show, leaving Freddie to be the host, a role that he found himself bafflingly unable to envision himself doing, (laughs) which is odd considering that he is actually (laughs) the host. He impressed Bernard Manning, the head of the trustees, so that means his ownership of Lower Loxley is in the bag. Drugs, conviction and imprisonment notwithstanding – Two men impressing each other to ensure the continuation of the patriarchy while his sister, who is twice as sharp and no less irritating, has to settle for a washed-up artist with a third in finger-painting from a polytechnic (laughs) and looking after her mother. Hurrah for the patriarchy! Rewilding, if anyone cares, is grinding to a halt because the three stooges cannot get on. The three of us out there changing the land, said Phoebe, unrealistically. You are not changing the land, you twerp. You're like Tom and Barbara Good buggering around with an acre of land and a cultivator and thinking you won't bloody Whitman. You are sitting in each other's kitchens, eating biscuits and having arguments. You're not doing anything. Sometimes for change of scene, you stop rowing in each other's kitchens and go and have a row in the pub. That's it. (laughs) David and Kenton were told by Roy, who was flying around the village on roller skates, that Philip and Krusty have now both been arrested. I thought nobody was supposed to know because it would jeopardise the case. Well, now Big Gob Tucker's blown that sky high, hasn't he, the silly ass? Once Radio Gobshite finds out, Krusty may as well reconcile herself to making herself comfy in Helen's old cell in Felpersham Nick. Helen left the tie-dye curtains up and the I support the NHS rainbow she chalked on the wall and there's probably some of that cheese left from last year. <laughs> David and Kenton said all the entirely predictable things about what a nice bloke (laughs) Philip Moss had seemed. Such a nice bloke, just like (laughs) Rob Titchener. But he was polite and kind to old people. He can't be a wrong'un, which just about sums up the state this country's in when we can't (laughs) stop equating people's vowels with their morals. (laughs) And in news that genuinely made me well up a bit, Linda Snell has been awarded an MBE. Linda was thrilled, Tracy inexplicably even more so. Linda is looking forward to the ceremony in which she expressed the hope that it would be one of the top royals that sticks the <laughs> pin in her. That's just because she's got her fingers crossed it's not Andrew. You'll be alright <laughs> though, Linda, you're a good 50 years too old for him to be above her. So we ended 2020, a shit show by anyone's standards, with two of our favourite Ambridge characters in Extremis. One off to the palace, one off to the Nick don't be a woman in ambridge i think is the message here if you're a bloke the worst that happens is that a barmaid in a hurry runs over your ankle if you're a woman you get blown up abused burnt to death defrauded wrongly imprisoned jilted and worst of all asked to do the cricket tea i love you ambridge and i will still be here in 70 years time but give the women a bloody break eh? the end <laughs> that was very good <laughs> Um, you were saying well we were both saying the other day about kirsty and her miraculous
1: oh i could that's the thing i couldn't believe you put it in there i I was exactly the same i was thinking how do you jump to that conclusion immediately you're you think that your partner is having an affair then it turns out he's been putting his workers in a hotel and you're like what? They're slaves. You're a slave driver. <laughs> it was like, oh, hang on a minute. You thought he was just...
0: <laughs> it it was the, the word. T- it was the terminology, wasn't it? There were like 17 <laughs> leaps that she should have made between <laughs> yeah. are you having an affair? And then, because you, cause you like, um, like you said, the... the um, uh, when David and Kenton were talking about it, Kenton said, oh, he he wasn't paying them properly or something.
1: Which is you know, yeah, like much said, more
0: realistic. Well,
1: yes, and then you go, okay, that's illegal. And mm. so you might think oh, yeah. illegal workers. Yeah. But even like the, what they were saying yesterday, actually on The Archers, I know we're not allowed to talk about yesterdays, but they were saying that might, you, you, of course, you would make you think of illegal migrant workers, yes. wouldn't it? yeah. You just... I mean, unless Kirsty is just very aware of uh, modern-day slavery but in the UK. If anybody
0: in the Archers was going to be, apart from Kate, it would be Kirsty who would know. True. She's probably a member of about nineteen True. different unions. So she, if anybody was going to leap to slavery, it would be Kirsty. <laughs> but it was just a bit of a leap, that, just a bit of a shock that she did it in, you
1: know, but they had seconds, to, having been it,
0: completely oblivious for the last 12 months. They
1: had to wrap it up by Christmas, didn't they? <laughs> they, were, they were,
0: well, apparently, because she, she tweeted, Annabelle Dowler, who plays Kirsty, tweeted and said, we started this at the start of the year, but we had to put the whole thing oh, on yeah. um, on hold because of lockdown. So I think that within the space of a fortnight, she got married and found out <laughs> that she was I'm sorry, I know, I know slavery is nothing to laugh at, neither is an unfortunate no. marriage, but it was just the way that it was all condensed into, <gasps> what do you mean,
1: i like Scooby-Doo, what do you mean I'm married to a slave? Well, that not, was, not. That's the thing, and it was like the poor, the poor lads, we heard all their backstories yeah. in 10 minutes. <laughs> and we shouldn't laugh, because it's such a... Poignant storyline. It is. It is. But it's and... what, yeah, it's what happens in it when it. was just the slaves? <laughs> what? I married to a slave driver? <laughs> get out! <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just asking divorce. What? You haven't even.
0: <laughs> but the anyway, at least it's all wrapped up. But the, the ringmaker's trying to, you still trying to sort of get it to the right fit. She says, forget it, it's all over. Oh, no, bloody
1: hell. I liked the twist, though. The, well, the, the sad twist that she has been, that she's caught up in it. I, I hadn't yeah. really thought about that. But I thought, but then it made me think of what you said last week, which was, did Philip marry her intentionally to mm. to sort of um implicate her more? I don't think he did, because
0: I don't think he had a clue it was all going to go bumps right. up. I think he does genuinely
1: love her. Yeah, he turned himself in, sort of, didn't he? Yeah, she?
0: but I think he... I think it was a scriptwriter thing because they needed to make her liable for his or liable or um uh benefiting yeah. from the proceeds of his criminal it, activities. It don't look
1: good, does it? it for really Kirsty, does not But <laughs> um should we move on to uh Linda Snell, BE? Oh, yes. <laughs> Wasn't that nice? It was really lovely. Really lovely.
0: And also they, it, it made me think about, I've just been reading. About your
1: own MBE. Yes.
0: Just, no, <laughs> Which OBA, is David. imminent. Just, I'm going straight for canonization, actually. You I'm do a lot sanctified. for the Archers
1: for I've, free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, we all, we all, I reckon the Archers owes everyone that's listened for the last 70 years about 422,000 uh, uh, pounds. There's a book by Barbara Pym called Excellent Women. Uh, and it is all about women like Linda Snell. And I just thought all the, the women like Linda Snell get moaned at. Everybody hides from her because they don't want to look her in the eye because he knows they'll, <laughs> they'll end up doing the tea for something or taking a role in something they don't want or whatever. But without them... Oh, yeah. Nothing know, would be nothing done. Nothing would get done. And it's the same yeah. as WI. Everybody moans yeah. about it. And they're brilliant. They yeah.
1: do so much. And, well, you, you wouldn't know... have pantomimes. You wouldn't have street parties. You wouldn't no. have... There's kind. always some poor bugger with a WhatsApp group that's got 47 people
0: on oh, it. Everyone don't. apart from them has muted, it, has muted it. So it's just them getting 47 bings. They send I mean... out responses saying, please could somebody
1: volunteer to take them to
0: do the flyers?
1: The, hello? Hello? I and, uh, thought I had a lot of WhatsApps until lockdown came. <laughs> and, and now, I mean, I, I can't please keep please. up. <laughs> <laughs> but no I, you're right everybody knows a linda snell and your heart slightly sinks mm. when you bump into them because you know you're gonna be asked to do something yeah but yeah they all deserve mbe's because yeah. you're right no, i mean they're they, they they literally hold the communities together don't they yep
0: they should put linda snell's Barbara Pym's Excellent Women, the WI, and Linda Snell's in charge of the vaccination. I just program, hope and it
1: would all be done by the end of January. There'd yes. be no nonsense, yes. there'd be proper oh, clues. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're totally right there. Yep. Um, but I just hope she is one of those MBE holders who it becomes part of her surname. Yes. Linde, yes. L-M-B-E
0: It's you like it people has on Twitter be, that to serve da, 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 on <laughs> yeah, Twitter and you yeah. think oh we know you are you
1: <laughs> dance God. God. <laughs> but uh, yeah very
0: happy about that yes I am not happy about the um, the Clarion Eddy uh, renewal of vows oh why not that's a nice thing well apparently it's been done before has it? apparently they did it in the 80s uh, when uh, Clary was going to Meriwell, it was twinned with Meriwell and she first started going there and there was some French bloke she liked or something what? and Eddie got anxious and they did it then. This wow. is according to my sister who hasn't listened for a very long time, so I don't know whether he, that's true. Are you or you sure she's that's... not talking it, about crossroads? <laughs> it might have been a dream, Harriet. Who knows? Anyway, so there's that. And also it just seemed like a load of hokum that came out of nowhere, just plonked in. <laughs> So that we all wouldn't
1: think. Oh, for God's sake, I can't believe all we've had on Christmas Eve is slavery. It, it was a bit random because they were collecting for sepsis, you know, which obviously. <laughs> so romantic. Well, it reminds you of poor Nick, and yes. you know, you would have thought the mood was rather an emotional, sad one. And then, and then, in the middle of a crime bust up. Yeah, exactly. Eddie gets down on one knee. Yeah. In yeah, the mud. I. But it was, but it was a nice twinkly moment for Christmas. I thought, I thought, good on them. Oh, I don't, I don't like. I think that's patronising. Also, no, but no, but it was a great way to have Clary back because Clary hasn't been in it for no, so true. long. We'd forgotten who she was and what she sounds like. But also, Eddie always, whenever Eddie does
0: anything like that, I always think, what's he done recently? To oh. you know yeah
1: Yeah, it was (laughs) was completely out of the blue wasn't it yeah
0: maybe they just had to fill an extra three minutes of uh of audio but normally he does stuff like that when he's apologizing for something doesn't he (laughs) yeah oh oh, no
1: but but maybe it's to do with the turkey catastrophe oh
0: yes oh god i've forgotten that
1: but then surely that is all in the park we don't need to come back to that do we because they've eaten their turkeys now and all remarked on how much nicer they They were than normal yeah (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, uh, no, no, I well, like
1: that, Lucy. You're wrong about that. That was a good bit. It was a bad bit. But you're <laughs> you're you like the Twinkie bits and I do. I do, I do, because you don't have to stress. No. Oh, then it's just like like Tracy and Oliver having yeah. Christmas dinner. I I just like bits like that which are are humorous and sweet and and I'd rather Tracy and Oliver having dinner than Tracy and Jazza. Really? Uh, oh, I didn't. I don't know. What do you, is that going to be a thing? Them two. Trazza. Well. Yeah, tra-
0: Trazza. <laughs> I think you're like me, aren't you? And we both said that we think of Jazza as too young for Tracy. Yes.
1: I think of him as a. In my head, he's about 23.
0: Yeah. Yeah, same.
1: Which he probably is. No, no, he can't be. No. Okay. What do you mean? In real life or in the Arches? How old is he? Nearly 40. Oh. <laughs> right okay okay i didn't think he was that old (laughs) well ed is isn't he and they're all the same age ed and fallon ed ed can't be nearly 40 yes oh my goodness wow but i suppose it's like yourself isn't it you don't you're never as old as then you when you realize how old you are it's a bit of a shock. Gosh, okay, so you see, but Tracy's in her 40s, yeah? So they yeah. are the same pairing, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. I can I, d-
0: I can't see Jazza taking on a sort of a fatherly role with Brad and Chelsea. Um, yeah, I think that would be nice. Quite like that. Uh,
1: and also, I mean, it's New Year's Eve, there was literally no one else to kiss, was there? So fair dues. Is it a bit like them marrying themselves, though? Yes, well, but that's what happens in villages. Yes,
0: I know, but you need a dynamic, don't you? There's somebody, the people are different, and are they too
1: similar? Uh, Being there, do wells. Both a bit stuck. Both a bit. But both grow. But both a lot more, sort of settled and mature than they were. I mean, Tracy has definitely changed since she's been going out with Roman. Well, she's changed over the last couple of years, hasn't she? Mm. She's less the sort of. Com- well, she's still a comedy character, mm. but she's less uh, the sort of um, clumsy one, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's a lot more mature and sophisticated as far as Tracy can be sophisticated. <laughs> I think. <Taking laughs> well, so no, she's food, she's, she's the she's most started. genuine character, yeah. really, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, and that's why her and Oliver click so well. Yeah, because she's no nonsense. Yeah
0: would you Would you actually like to see Tracy and Oliver together?
1: Trolliver. No. Are no. going for Trolliver or Trazer? I'd rather chat Trazza. Trazza, okay. Why not Trolliver? <laughs> what about Tred? She could have an affair with her niece's husband. Or Twill. <laughs> Twill. Twill. <laughs> oh, God, um, no.
0: He nearly shot her. Trolliver, <laughs> no. I don't
1: want Trolliver to become anything more than a really good friendship. Okay. They are... Re- There's nothing... I mean... Maybe in a few years, you know, it might be a slow-burning romance, but I don't think Oliver could live with Tracy, could he? Imagine, though, if they got married <laughs> and Oliver died and she inherited lo- um, Grey
0: Gables. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It'd be a big in about ten seconds, wouldn't it? <laughs> that Laughing would be amazing. Out- <laughs> well, one bit that, again, was in the monologue but did make me genuinely think, for the love of God, was the bit where Freddie didn't realise that he could play the host oh. in a production that he had written <laughs> in a role devised by him for himself, basically,
1: <laughs> and he still still didn't cross his mind. Because what else would he have been doing? Yes. Just literally standing there with his arms folded watching. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. no, I can't possibly do it. No, with no, his lips I... moving
0: as Kirsty read the script that he had written for her, and
1: presumably all Kirsty had to do was go this way. Here's a poem, <laughs> as the host. <laughs> so, and yet that never
0: crossed his mind.
1: Gordon, Bennett. that was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then I love the way that who did you call the? Um,
0: that, oh, Bernard the... Manning.
1: <laughs> All right now, Freddie. <laughs> With a little bit simpering, oh, Freddie, yeah. come on, <laughs> time to really impress him. <laughs> Honestly, Bernard, <laughs> all you have to do is look at the state of me—I mean, of the house. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about Vince and David. Oh, I quite like that. I, I love it. it. I hope it turns into a bromance. I d-
0: <laughs> Prince? No, not Prince. It David. Work.
1: <laughs> Dince, no. Um, I think
0: that Vince came out of that much better than David, who looked like a closed-minded snob,
1: which he is.
0: Which he is. So it's not surprising, I suppose. <laughs> You're right.
1: Yeah, Vince came across as uh, actually, yeah. Uh, what? Because what he said was, I separate business from pleasure. So I'm a bad guy in business, mm. but I'm a really nice family man.
0: But again, it's that genuine thing that you were talking about with Tracy. Vince doesn't pretend to be any anything other than he is. He wanted to treat his dad to a ridiculous car, so he did. Mm. And yeah. you know, and he doesn't care what anyone else thinks about that. And that's what Elizabeth finds refreshing. And uh, you know, all the, the, the Brookfieldites are all getting a bit sort of sniffy about it and everything. And Freddie and Lily, but he doesn't care in the same way that Tracy doesn't care, and that she would happily have Elizabeth over to Lower Loxley, and. Eat, you know, jacket potatoes and, in front of the television. Actually, not low to her house, and
1: you know, yeah. Nigel wouldn't have cared either, no, because Nigel was a tough, wasn't he? But not a snob, yeah. yeah. And he probably would have gotten really well with Vince. It's, mm. it's it, it. Vince likes life, doesn't he? Yes, and and is obviously going to give is obviously going to, you know, treat Elizabeth well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he made a big point of that, didn't he? Saying, "I've always looked after the." children of my girlfriends because i hope that whoever their mother is with will look after mine and you know all that sort of thing it was kind of like good values and i thought blimey i'm not sure david david's children are somewhat fraught as characters aren't they so you'd sort of (laughs) think well have you done as good a job david really
1: but actually he's gonna be because he's a matt character isn't he in a yep. way i mean maybe yeah. le- maybe less crooked but they they've been missing that character for a while haven't yes they? so it'll be good to have vince in there as the wheeler dealer boise type
0: yeah yes exactly um yeah like a sort of a, a and actually a Vin- an eddie grundy vince- with more money sort of thing. what
1: they need is more scenes with vince and russ <laughs> 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 that's gonna be a good clash
0: <laughs> but again i mean when you saw Russ and Tracy together, Russ was being all snidey and horrible. And Tracy just did not give a shit, did she? She just carried on, but she knew exactly what he was getting at. Mm. She was going, I will have a bit more of that wine. And <laughs> you know, She, was, she wasn't going to let him make her feel small because that's a choice, whether or not someone makes you feel small. And she just decided, no, I'm not going to let you. And it was bloody brilliant. So, yes, I, th- I think you're right, Vince. But, you know, Vince and Tracy would be an amazing match.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe they're too simple. No, yeah, I know. I prefer Tracy and Oliver. Shall we do our new feature? Oh, gosh, yes. Forgot Gosh, about that. Yes. God, yeah, we need to we need to wrap up. So okay. let's let's hurry on. Crack on.
0: Um, so this is a new feature.
1: Also, I love the fact it's a new feature already on episode two. I know.
0: We're <laughs> gonna have a new feature every week until the episode is twelve <laughs> days long. Okay. We realised that, as it is the seventieth birthday, the archers might be collecting new listeners, all of whom will probably be baffled as how are you supposed to catch up on seventy years or something? So we have forced an unsuspecting listener, Mr. Newby to start listening to the archers for us and give us his views and hopefully we or maybe you can answer his questions because as is fairly evident from listening to harris and i quite often (laughs) we don't know what we're talking about (laughs) so if you can help mr Newby out you can email us um on ambridge on the couch at gmail.com that's ambridge on the couch at gmail.com thank you itv voiceover lady <laughs> and so, so mr newbie has emailed us he's listened to two omnibuses omnibus Omnibu? <laughs> omnibus um, and he said it's a long time since i listened the previous occasion was in the back of my parents car 40 years ago so you can imagine my surprise when i found out that the theme tune is now a sea shanty only on the omnibus and it's bellowhead <gasps> it's Olive, really good and it's really good Harriet likes it because she was a maypole like dancer and she used it. to yes. jig dance to it you? As we said, you were one of the ones with the little well, plats and the I shining face. I don't like to brag face. about
1: it, Lucy, but I was a sort of UK champion Maple Dodds. So uh, let's just leave it at that.
0: <laughs> if that is your idea of a brag, <laughs> did you win it for cheekiest smile and shiniest white socks as well? Yep. Yeah, you were <laughs>
1: perky. Oh my god, you were perky. We were on the telly. Were you? What were you yeah, on? We... We were regularly on the telly. Well, twice. <laughs> once, on, <laughs> once on a Saturday morning children's show, and another. And we also were. Carol Vorderman did a maths program. I can't remember what it was called. And we were in the titles of it. I think. Um, right. Let's get back
0: to what we're supposed to be talking
1: mm-hmm. about. So, yes, um, Oliver, he says,
0: is central casting old. Uh, central casting old English gentleman, presumably ex-military. Uh, he says he is reassuring and that he bets his underpants a herringbone tweed. Um, he's also said that when he was growing up, everybody except Eddie Grundy spoke RP. But now oh. everybody is regional. Not everybody. Uh, but no. There's a lot I, well, more
1: regionals than there were. But but it's sort of going the other way again, isn't it? Sort of going back to RP, I think. Because I think the regional accents are dying out. Well, the,
0: the mummer set, you know, the sort of the the, the catch-all rural accent that the BBC used for years, which was sort of a cross between Devon, Cotswold, oh, and was it made Oxfordshire. Up? Yeah, it was just a bit of OR oh. everything, wasn't it? Right. Um, they're dying out, but what we're getting now is more RP, like you said, with the, with the Fairbrothers and the Brookfieldites. They're all sort of neutral. Mm. But then we're having the more self-consciously regional ones, like Joy and... Jazza and yeah, that's nice. Well, that's the um, sort of Philip and Gavin
1: nationwide mm. accents, I suppose, yeah. which is good. Yeah,
0: uh, he wants to know why Vince is having to butter up David. Is he Elizabeth's pimp?
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: that's not strictly true, now, Harry. Oh, please is it? tell him it is. He's <laughs> his sister, and they don't get on, and and it's very important in 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 the Archers that. Family. Everybody has to get on all the time. <laughs> it's total nonsense because nobody's family gets on all the time. But apparently, you have to. um He's somewhat unbelieving that there are two people in the world called Kenton and Jolene, and that they know each other. <laughs> <sighs> Jolene isn't called Jolene. Her real name, I was going to look this up. I think it's Doreen. Wow. And her, she performed country and western songs under the strap line, the Lily of Leighton Cross, and she's called Jolene after the Dolly Parton song. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, he said he likes Jazza, because he can immediately recognise his voice, largely. Uh, <laughs> he, he says, Freddie is tedious and whining, and he can't tell whether he's 20, 25, or 70. But he says, nobody's giving him the slap he so desperately needs. We but he did go to prison. Yeah, I know, but he doesn't know that, does he? The does reason we? that we're all slightly sorry for Freddie, even though he's an overprivileged little tick, (laughs) is because he, um, his father died. Uh, His father died uh, 10 years ago, uh, fell off the roof of his stately home.
1: In time for the 60th anniversary. In time
0: for the 60th, yes. So hang in there and you'll find out who (laughs) gets killed in the 80th. Um, And he says was roy married to either phoebe abby or hayley (laughs) phoebe and abby are his children hayley's his ex-wife and phoebe's roy's daughter um and because he wants roy to get together with kirsty because he feels that would be good i think a lot of people share that view i
1: think it will happen do you i think it's been going that way for years i thought it was nice
0: when she said you're my family
1: yeah, I know. Well, that's why I think probably they'll end up together.
0: Oh, I still... Do you know what, though? I, I know everyone hates me when I say this, but I still want her to get back together with Tom because I want her to be at Bridge Farm.
1: Oh, no. I want her to be to...
0: the new Pat.
1: Oh, but she'll be the new Pat, but with Roy. She, she won't, she... because she won't have a farm. Uh, she True, actually. Well, she could be the new Pat without a farm. Why would you want her to be Pat? I, I don't want. I want her to be Kirsty. Because
0: you have people that are setting up to become the new versions of that character, don't you?
1: But she, she is. She, she'll, she'll be. She'll lot. She is so fundamental at the moment, isn't she? But you, even because you, you, you have like
0: the the Jill Archer character, the matriarch. Mm. Kirsty's not going to be that, but. So Unless you need
1: she tethers herself to the land, you mean? Yeah,
0: you need the other. You need the other version of that. So, like, Pat is the anti-Jill because she makes horrible soup that no one likes, and she's, you know, she's she, reads she the Guardian. She's yeah, feminist. Yeah.
1: She's. I mean, I know Jill is sort of feminist, but she had that lesbian relationship with the woman in the car. <laughs> no, she didn't, <laughs> didn't she?
0: No, that was another one of your dreams, Harriet. Can we oh, please yeah. separate these out? <laughs> God, um, yeah. So so I could just see Kirsty doing that you see not having a lesbian relationship with a woman in a car but
1: <laughs> you but know. she could be the L- no she couldn't be the Linda Snell because she's not as no she's not like Linda yeah see I see what you mean where's her journey going you kind
0: of need to replace all these archetypes so you get rid of Lillian and then you get and Tracy replaces Lillian or you get rid of Peggy and Tracy replaces
1: Yeah, so I see, wh- Peggy. I see what you mean who's Kirsty going to replace yeah because Fallon will Fallon is Jolene yeah Oh, this is a tricky one. Mm. <laughs> anyway, answers on a
0: postcard, please. To <laughs> the couch at gmail That's the couch <laughs> at gmail dot com. <laughs> I love the smile in the voice there. Smile in the voice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and uh, he said that he mm-hmm. would have put good money as Jazza living by himself with a bed that folds out of a wardrobe. So uh, he's very nearly right because he was Jazza was for a time. Well, he's still living with prof- uh, the prof, isn't he? He's still living with mm-hmm. Jim. Is he living on an ironing board? What, <laughs> something like that. He was sli- it was a temporary bed because Alistair had to sleep on it and they were moaning- he was moaning about it. Um, but he said, is it the case that every week Jazza is rejected by a different woman? Because uh, he heard that Jade rejected Jazza and then he heard that Tracy was It's hard was to
1: keep up pretending. with Jazza's yeah. women. I- I- I'm never sure if it's the same woman or a different one. Because you only hear about them, don't you? Well, he goes on about the...
0: You know all these women that supposedly lay in wait for him?
1: Yeah, on his round.
0: Yeah, it's like Ernie the fastest movement in the West. Well, (laughs) I imagine they're like shorty 90s and all this sort of thing. (laughs) should we do a a jazzer
1: spin-off series? (laughs) And we'll play all the women in the
0: 90s. (laughs) But my, my... I've never laid in wait for my milkman, largely because he's called Richard. I know that much. He delivers my milk at four in the morning. Who feels like sex at four in the morning? Who feels like anything at four in the morning? Well, I keep saying on Twitter that if anybody has any questions that they don't understand or they want to know, because it's not, you can read the. The Archers uh, web page on the Radio Four website, and it will give you all of this person's related to that person, and mm-hmm. this will have. Uh, but what it won't tell you,
1: yes, is if you have why Jennifer and Susan character. are why why,
0: you know why Susan is always banging on about being related to Jennifer. You wouldn't necessarily know that. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Or as you pointed out the other day, you wouldn't know that Roy was a massive racist unless you okay. had. Okay.
1: So when we get 100 emails, I'll Mm. just send all that admin over to you. Yep, And you answer the questions. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Lucy. (laughs) Moving on. God. That would be be nice, wouldn't it, if we did get 100 emails? It would.
0: It made me have 100 (laughs) listeners. That'd be excellent. It's
1: like, you know, I did the quiz. (laughs) The Arches quiz. I was like, oh, my God, I'll get so many more subscribers for my podcast. (laughs) I got one more subscriber <laughs> <laughs> so it was worth it but did, but you talked about being shambridge didn't you no i i'm i'm sure it did i, th- I think hopefully it did generate uh I, i'm just i i don't know what <laughs> what it generated to be honest it was just fun it was fun to do well it sounded really good and you it, won and we won. not thanks to me thanks to gary he was amazing and Bernadette, they're both mm. very knowledgeable. Mm. But but it was just fun. It was it was genuinely like having a Christmas party. actually. Aww. yeah, yeah. I sort of got a bit dozy towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were,
0: <laughs> sick in the photocopier. And went exactly. Home. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> See, we haven't even done the therapist's couch. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Harriet. Oh yes, that's you yeah. You do that bit. Okay. So now, <laughs> if you're there, anybody. <laughs> Hello, (laughs) you are still there. We're now going to cross to Ambridge itself to hear what's going on on the therapist's couch. Ambridge, a village in the county of Worsetshire, like many rural villages, has had its services cut. As part of a pioneering new scheme by the local mental health unit, the village is benefiting from a mobile therapy bus. We join the therapy bus as it continues its visits to the village.
0: Thanks, Geoff. Pull in here again. At least we'd have to worry about the peacock this week. Joe gave me a rocket about that, but we never even saw it. Anyway, you know Joe. Another week, another pronoun. And apparently people are always running over the things here. It's like a village hobby. Um, today is Lillian Bellamy. She filled out the form a bit oddly, so I'm not quite sure what to expect. On the phone number bit, she put blah, 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 which wasn't very... Um... Ah, this should be her.
1: <sighs> Come in,
0: Mrs Bellamy, take a seat.
1: Darling, oh, you can't imagine how nice it is to see a face that isn't one of my family and isn't surrounded by a TV screen.
0: Now, how can I help?
1: It's lockdown, darling. I don't know if anyone's told you, but we're in this ludicrous situation where we're in tier five and we can't go anywhere and no one can come here. To be honest, living in Ambridge is a bit like being in tier five permanently.
0: Yeah, a previous client did mention it last week.
1: Did? They? I wonder if they're going as bonkers as I am. Honestly, though, darling, it's like being in an open prison. One trip to Felpersham every six weeks if Fabrice has managed to stay open, although he keeps having to quarantine because his partner still insists on popping between here and Marrakesh. Other than that, it's taking Mum round Underwoods to peer critically at the ironing boards. Is
0: there anyone in particular you're missing?
1: Well, I suppose I should say my grandson, Mango, or whatever he's called. But, no, darling, truth be told, it's parties, social occasions, dressing up. I want to wear velvet, darling. I, I want to put my heels on and my perfume. Oh, can I smoke?
0: No, not really.
1: Oh, thanks, darling. Oh, lovely. Oh. <laughs> You're missing an ashtray, so I'll just use this ring binder thingy.
0: Right, OK. "'Could you arrange a special occasion at
1: home?' "'No, I tried. The other night. "'He said, "'Oh, that's nice. Is it new? "'Which card did that go on? "'Twanged my spanks, and that was that. "'Settled down in front of the telly with his gin and tonic "'and the box set of House of Cards. "'I took Ruby up to the bedroom with me and had a little weep, darling. "'It's not that I want a constant social whirl. "'I really don't. "'But I want to be noticed.' I don't want to be part of the furniture and I I can't bear the idea that the high point of my week is a trot round the garden centre. I want things to look forward to and I want to be the thing that someone else looks forward to.
0: I see so your partner is not responsive to you you think?
1: I mean I know my ex uh... You don't know him very well. We we needn't go into that. Well, we haven't even time for a start. We'd be halfway through the new year before I'd even got to the point where a hysterical barmaid backed over him in a Vauxhall Astra while he was running away from my pub with a suitcase full of money he defrauded from my aunt. But, yes, he was a bad boy. I I know that. A villain, even. I I know that, too. And the sane part of me says, ''Thank God he's gone.'' But there's this other little bit of me that's just waiting for that voice to say, hello, puss Cat. It's what he used to call me. And I'll get that tingle again, but it's more than that. I, I was the thing he looked forward to. He wanted to please me. I, I mean, a lot of the time he wanted to annoy the hell out of me too, but that was because he had passion. Justin's more likely just to sigh heavily and rustle his F.T., I honestly think lockdown's given me a taste of what retirement could be like, and I've realised I don't want it. I'm not ready to hang up my kitten heels.
0: OK. Would you say that this problem is about missing your ex-partner or lockdown isolation?
1: Oh, I don't know, darling. I, I just feel trapped. What can I do? Options are limited, I know, but how do I make myself happy with what I've got? How do I stop this continual feeling of, uh, I don't know, discontent? I tried a gratitude list, but all I could think of to put on it was gin. And don't say manifesting or mindfulness. I've been through all that with Kate. My niece, Kate, she's a lovely girl, but a total fruit loop, like a pound shop, Gwyneth Paltrow. It's all right for her. She's got a boyfriend who looks like Vigo Mortensen. She can afford to be mindful and grateful and everything else. Well,
0: OK, leaving your niece aside for a bit, I would say that sometimes our brains take us back to familiar patterns, even if they are really, really unhelpful, even damaging. We're creatures of habit. You've turned um, Matt, Matt, is it? You've turned Matt into a representation of your fun wild side.
1: I couldn't even find my fun wild side with both hands at the moment, darling. If you
0: if you look at the reality, how much fun did you actually have with Matt?
1: Lots! How
0: often did you cry with Matt?
1: Lots! Oh, God, yes! Terrible rows. never being able to trust he was where he was. Lying awake at night, waiting to hear his key in the door with my heart thumping. Then pretending to be asleep so I didn't look like I cared. Him rowing with people and me always in the middle. I I must have aged ten years.
0: Right, so it wasn't all romantic excitement.
1: No, it wasn't. Far from it.
0: Well, there is something I'd like to suggest. I'd like you to start compiling a list. Oh,
1: God, not another list. It's Christmas, darling. I'm up to my eyes in lists.
0: OK, but I would suggest that you made a list of the reality of what life was like with your ex. The anxiety, the rows
1: the lies about race courses in the Dominican republic
0: it, the well okay that too and when you feel that tug towards the past have a read of it
1: oh, it's not a bad idea actually doctor are you a doctor or are you a pretend one like kate uh,
0: well i am certified yes
1: well kate should be certified or sectioned probably oh but that has been helpful actually Plus, it's the first time I've been to a doctor without them telling me to cut down on my drinking. Do I owe you any money?
0: Uh, no, we're funded by the local mental health trust.
1: Oh, isn't the NHS marvellous? I mean, I don't use it myself, but I did all the clapping. Well, cheerio, darling, and thanks again.
0: Well, that was weird. Oh, she's left her fags behind. You've got a lighter, Jeff? Jeff. More next week as the therapy bus trundles through Borchester, failing to indicate, and driving cyclists off the road.
1: (laughs) And we want to welcome everybody to 2021. We've got to stick together this year and make this a better one. There'll be another podcast up next week, so subscribe to us on iTunes and you'll never miss an episode. Even if you you don't look to. And in the
0: meantime, from both of us, welcome to 2021 and have a very, very happy new
1: year.